you have to value yourself and you have to make decisions, you know, and a lot of people just, they, you just have to make it off the offer properly. And here's how I put it. I'm going to give your group value for 18 minutes. I guarantee I'm going to give value. They can take away and use without paying anything. And by giving value for 18 minutes, I've earned the right to make a gentle offer for two minutes. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free collaborators toolkit is gonna to contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Chuck Anderson here, and I am thrilled to have another guest, and we've been looking to have this guest on our show for a while, and finally, the stars have aligned, and here we are. We are we have Mr. Jeff Klein with us today, uh, and so, Jeff, so thrilled to have you on the show. Thanks, Chuck. I'm glad that we finally got to connect, too. Yeah, it's been a while and a long time coming, so... Um, look, I'm not going to butcher your introduction and try to tell your story like I'm some sort of smart guy. Uh, you tell your story. So let's start with who you are and what you do, and we'll take it okay, from there. So, so here's what's funny about that, Chuck. How I got started as a speaker was teaching people how to say what they do in a way that other people care. And I was because I was teaching the elevator pitch. Mm hmm. And people just don't know how to say what they do. And so I, that's my prime, my content was all about teaching the elevator pitch and teaching me how to, how to network, how to do business networking better. And that led me to become a speaker and a teacher of that. And then I, because I spoke so much, I became an expert on speaking for business and speaking via clients. So I'm that guy you want on your side, telling, helping you turn speaking into clients. And turning speaking into clients, I think, is so important. I mean, so many of our audience members are speakers and podcasters. And a question we get, it, speakers, I mean, if you're allowed to sell from stage, wonderful. But so many of the opportunities, you can't really do that anymore. 
Um, and even list building is, is challenging in, with some of them. Uh, podcasters, we hear all the time, like, man, I really love doing this. I really love speaking. I love publishing the show, but I'm not making any money doing this. Um, and so, you know, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. All right. And I'll, so, be, I'll be completely open with you, Chuck. I don't do anything that doesn't have a revenue at the end of it. Now, I, now I don't want to make, I mean, I have philanthropy in my life and I have causes I believe in and I contribute to absolutely. But when it comes to business stuff, everything I, I teach speak to get paid. And we offer people a letter of agreement they can use to do that. So the letter of agreement includes a clause that says, I will get all the, 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 I, the speaker will get all the emails of the audience. And it also includes, I will make an offer. I will make a gentle offer. And are you finding that that puts a lot of stage hosts at ease when you, when you present it oh. that way? Yeah. The only, the only uh, pushback I get is I don't know if I'm authorized to sign this. And I just say, well, for the last 16 years, every other Rotary, Lions Club, whatever, they've signed it. And if they or they had their president sign it, you know, whatever. But, you know, and, and, I, and it makes sure that the speaker gets their their meal paid for, which, you know, is a little thing. But it's not that little, really, when you think about it. And it's a, it's a big thing. And uh, I don't know if it was expected. I mean, there was there was certainly speaking engagements where it happened. I'm like, oh, this is a cool perk. But then other ones where they're like, OK, that'll be uh, that'll be uh, thirty dollars for yeah. a meal. And holy like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really? OK, here you go. <laughs> we should have talked yeah. about that beforehand. But but what I like what you're saying is be proactive and have that in writing and have those expectations there yeah. before you even start. Oh yeah. And, and, and if they're not willing to do those two, those three, well, maybe not all three, I might be willing to pay for my meal if it's a big enough group, but <laughs> <laughs> if they're not willing to do the email and the, and the, um, the offer and there's, you know, there's workarounds, but at, at a minimum, you know, then I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not available unless you're paying something because that's the fee, right? This is, I'm doing this to build my business. I'm not doing this to, entertain right mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that you know this is america or canada or if you're <laughs> listening but but the idea is that we're a capitalist country and that's how we were built and we're built in entrepreneurship and all that good stuff so there's nothing wrong with wanting to make money and making a making a living right absolutely and, and it, yeah. it you know it's interesting to see the attitude that is happening with some of the speaking opportunities. The stage hosts think they're the ones that are awesome in control and the speakers, you know, they're providing the content and, you know, some amazing messages and stuff. And it's like, you know, can't we all just get along? <laughs> right. Well, and the truth is if somebody says, well, I can't really have you making an offer from the stage, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, well, can I have a table in the back of the room? Hmm. Right. Or can I have a, if it's an event, then, you know, that's something, I mean, I'm not paying for my own travel if I have to go somewhere, but can I have a booth at your exhibit if you're paying my travel? Mm -hmm. Right. And some of these, it's amazing. Some of these people will only pay for your attendance at an event the day of and not the whole event. Mm -hmm. I'm like, holy cow. Right. What? Yeah. And, but, you know, again, who's, it's asked, you have to value yourself and you have to make decisions.
you know, and a lot of people just, they, you just have to make it off the offer properly. And here's how I put it. I'm going to give your group value for 18 minutes. I guarantee I'm going to give value. They can take away and use without paying anything. And by giving value for 18 minutes, I've earned the right to make a gentle offer for two minutes. Sounds like a win-win to me and it always yeah. has. Uh, sometimes we have to get a little creative in terms of how we're going to get the leads or how we're going to make that gentle offer. Yeah, and, uh, I've got gobs of testimonials. I don't have any complaints about it. Mm-hmm. But somehow like certain stage hosts, they're, they're like, we don't want you to sell. So then the question becomes like, well, how do you sell? How do you kind of fly under the radar and sell without, you know, making them feel comfortable, right? Because they're like, oh, we can't sell to our audience. But at the same time, the speaker still gets paid. And, you know, we hopefully we're not um, scaring people away from speaking because you can definitely make money. And Jeff and I both make money uh, speaking. So we want you to at least get that message. So Jeff, like for the listeners that are listening in going, okay, I'm speaking. I want to m- make sure I make money from every speech like you guys are doing you know, what, where does, what's the first place they should start? Well, quit using the word sell because unfortunately everybody in your audience is in sales. The unfortunately is sales has a bad rep. Mm -hmm. I mean, Zig Ziglar spent his whole life telling people that not to be ashamed of being a salesman. Right. But just, I'm going to make an offer. Yeah. I'm going to make an offer about how people can work with me if you have to say more than make an offer, Mm -hmm. right? What kind of offer? Well, I'm going to offer people how they can learn more about working with me. And it seems to make sense. And and when you say it like that, I mean, I get it. Like sales kind of sounds like I'm going to sell you something. I'm going to convince you of something that you may or may not be interested in, but I'm going to make an offer. It's really up to you whether you say yes or no to that because it's an offer. Would you, Jeff, would you like a bite of this sandwich? No, I don't. Okay, no problem. I'll eat it myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to offer my book. I'm going to offer my, a webinar. I'm going to, you know, and I teach folks to offer three things at different prices, you know, because part of it and is there's a psychology. And if you don't make an offer, you're just a free resource for information. Because the audience, they, the audience doesn't know you haven't been paid. And that's the other thing. The first thing, Chuck, is to say, what's your budget for speakers? Mm. And they'll say, oh, well, we're a nonprofit. We don't have a budget. Now, those are not mutually exclusive, by the way. Lots of nonprofits pay for speakers. But your answer should be, well, tell me about your group, because sometimes I waive my fee for the right in the right situation. So now immediately you've set a value on what you're doing. And if they say, oh, we absolutely, you absolutely can't sell from the stage. It's like, well, I've heard that a lot. Or I've heard that there's a lot of speakers who've ruined that for the rest of us or, you know, whatever. But I have a reputation of making an offer that nobody is offended by and people want to work with me and or whatever. And if they, well, if they stick to their guns, you just say, thank you. I'm not available. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really staying true to that intention. Like if you have the intention that you're going to be paid as a speaker to look for those opportunities that are welcoming to you, or at least open to that. And I love, I love what you just described as 
you know, how to kind of get around that because by default, it's so much, so often now that it's like, oh, this is no pitch and, you know, none of this and none of that. And uh, I think you've got a really great way of like turning that conversation and reopening that door. Cause I think so many speakers assume that that they, they read it in print, that door is closed. And you and I both know that that's not true. Yeah. And when they'll say no pitch and they, you say, can I bring my books? And they'll go, Oh, sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I can sell my book, but you don't want me to pitch anything else. Okay. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And then you say, well, can I offer my webinar? Well, well maybe, I mean, again, it depends on the conversation, but, mm-hmm. but, you know, but, and the fallback is a table in the room or, well, if you, if I can't, if I can't make an offer, can you, will you, buy five books or guarantee that I sell five books. And if nobody buys one, that means you got to buy. Them. And there's ways. And, and I've done this before. I've said, which, you know, uh, can you get somebody to sponsor five books? But there's also a tweak there because I said, well, why don't, you know, if you can get somebody to sponsor 10 books and then you can give away as door prizes. Well, the caveat I missed was, they gave them all away at the same meeting. So nobody bought a book at that meeting. Yeah, so it just killed all the book sales, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so, and what I wanted them to do was give two or three away at every meeting for the next few meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's advertising for you and getting the yeah. word out about your book. So, yes, so well, I, I mean, yeah. it really speaks to, you know, this entrepreneurial journey is, you know, learning from our successes, but learning even more from our mistakes. It's like, I tried to this thing. It didn't work. It's not, I'll never do that again, but what can I learn from this and adapt and do it differently next time? And that's really what I hear you saying. Yeah. That's the premise of all my education, Chuck. Mom and dad said, learn from your mistakes. How about learn from somebody else's mistakes? It's a lot less painful. I mean, I got the road rash. I cried the tears. You know, let me take five, six years off your journey because I lived them and you don't have to. Well, it completely makes sense. And, you know, in the world of speaking right now and getting paid to speak, it's unnecessary for someone to blaze the trail. That that trail's yeah. been blazed. And, yeah, and you know, yeah. and it's you've made it your business to teach them how to monetize, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And. I'm so sick and tired of hearing people say, well, practice stages. There aren't, you know, there's, uh, we've got access to a wonderful practice stage through some mutual people we joint venture with. And those are practice stages because you're speaking to other speakers and we're critiquing each other and it's wonderful. But if you're in front of an audience, that is not a practice stage. You're, that's a professional appearance. And if, and you're in, and it doesn't mean you have to be, it doesn't mean you, you don't get better every time you speak because you do, but it's not a rehearsal. It's the real deal. So forget saying you need to be on. I mean, I'm, I've been hearing this lately and I'm it really every time I hear it, I go, but I can't, you know, <laughs> you need to be on 50 stages. You need to be on a hundred stages before you get good. And it's like, whatever. Okay. You, every time you're in front of an audience, yes, you use that to get better. But it's a real deal. It's not practice. It's not rehearsal. It's the deal. And it's the latest speech. So it's your best. Right. And the next one can be better. And the next one can be better. And the next one can be better. And I completely with you. And that's how I got started. 
Um, when I look back, I think my first one sucked, but did the audience get something great out of it? Of course they did. They yeah. loved it. And I thought, really? Like, but, and, but I looked at the things and like, okay, what parts worked, what parts didn't work, reset, make a new plan, do the next one and the next one yeah. and the next yeah. one. Right. Yeah. And that's how I created my system because I did 250 talks over a three-year period and you know, once a week and then twice a week for three years. And I figured a bunch of stuff out because by doing, but again, not a single one of those that I think of as practice. Right. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, the practice is you're doing, you're on, right. And so uh, it's just experience. Everyone has a first time and a second time and a third time. And yeah, it's so how actors work. It's how stand up comedians work. It's never practice. It's working. Yeah. You're on. Right. Let's go. Right. So I love all of that. And, you know, the big takeaway there is, you know, put yourself out there, but learn from it. And, you know, if, if it's not working for you and you, again, you yeah. don't have to blaze the trail, you can get help and, yeah. you know, help is right here. And we're going to make sure that we connect you with Jeff, you know, uh, at the end of this episode, one of the themes of our show, Jeff, is I always want to ask is about partnership and collaboration, because I know nobody really does anything alone. And speaking is a collaboration between speaker and co-host and uh, promoters and just all of it. And so, yeah. you know, what's your experience been with partnerships and collaborations? And, and Well, let me tell you the short, short version of how Speaker Club got started, because I had an ad agency and I had done this speaking and uh, this was before I did the, the 250 gigs, but um, I, I'd been doing one or two a month. And I, I had I started meeting other people who were doing who were speaking in, for different reasons. And I call I, I called I, I asked some folks to come to it to have a coffee. And we we're sitting around talking about ways to get in front of more audiences. And and. I said, well, why don't we start a lunch? Why don't we have a networking group for people to speak? You know, not NSA where they teach you about the business of speaking, but a networking group for people to speak. And they went, great idea, Jeff. Why don't you start a group and we'll support you? And the truth is, that's what happened. I mean, I started it and they supported me. And if they hadn't, it wouldn't have worked. Then that was the biggest collaboration thing. And uh, and we had we went so we somebody found the venue and and I I got us on uh, Evide and we, you know all this stuff and we showed up at the first meeting and fifty people were there. Wow! Holy cow! Mm -hmm. Right? And then we started doing this and we and we it was then it was first it was just a little showcasing each other right and then as the time went on once a month third Friday third Friday every month we you know and. Uh, it grew, and then after a few years, I shut down the ad agency, and I, I turned Speaker Co-op into my business, and uh, all, you know, and I always, of course, believing in joint venture, but that's how we started. Even though I really didn't even wasn't sure I knew the term, but at that point, <laughs> but that's how it all started was these five other people asking every you know they people they knew, and then we discovered Meetup a couple of years later. But with Evite, as you know. You can only invite people you know. You could only invite people you know. Yeah, Evite. You have to have somebody's email address. Oh, okay, right. And yeah, because Evite was built for parties and stuff, and Meetup didn't exist yet, or it may have, but we didn't know oh, about. Oh, right. So, like two years in, we switched to Meetup, and we grew. You know, we grew to 
you know, now we're at like 1800 or something, but. Right. Sure. So now you can get out to like a bigger audience, but you know, yeah. creative way to use Evite, right? Because that you're right. That's not what it was yeah. designed for, but it sure got adopted. Yeah. Uh, that well, way. and yeah. And the beauty of meetup is people who don't know you can find. Exactly. Which, which is kind of the point of putting yourself out there as a speaker as well as get your message right. out there to people who've never heard of you before. Right. And, and since now, thankfully they adopted the whole virtual thing and now we've got members from all over the world on our website hmm. amazing well we're going to make sure that we uh we connect the dots between our audience and and you and you know uh if you want to make money as a speaker we're going to connect you with jeff but before we do that jeff i just want to a couple of things that we have as part of our show because part of this entrepreneurial journey is you know learning in our business and learning and uh, growing ourselves as well and um, for me, there's been some amazing leaders and mentors and thought, you know, uh, people that I've learned a lot from, uh, book authors, et cetera. Uh, you know, who's been the most influential for you or, or, or even one that you would recommend that our listeners check yeah, out? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because I don't get asked that much. And, and usually, and I, the truth is, Chuck, I don't really have a primary mentor truthfully, except maybe my dad, but may rest. But this guy was one of those five people. And, you know, we became buddies and his book was influential on me as far as using a book to speak and make money and all these other things. But his name is Jeff Crilly and he's a former TV reporter. And the book is called, oh, uh, but Jeff, so Jeff showed me that speaking could be really influential. And he showed me how to be, how to use your expertise from the front of the room to build a following. He built a huge following. And it's funny, we're on Potapalooza today because Jeff had a monthly event that dragged, brought in about 200 people. And the joke was, we called it Krilly Palooza. Oh, wow. <laughs> As a joke, we kind of adopted that yeah. name for it. But it was, yeah. And, uh, but, but Jeff would, he would like have people stand, you know, volunteer and he would teach them how to use PR free media to promote their business. So somebody would say, well, I do this and I don't know how to do that. And he would go, okay, how about this? You try this and that and that. And they would go, oh my God, that's a great idea. And then they would go off and, and get on the news. Wow, amazing. And so um, now we talked beforehand that we're, we're going to ask everyone for a book recommendation. So book by yeah. the, the yeah. same. Yeah, Jeff Curley's book is called Free Publicity. Free and Publicity. Yeah, and he sold thousands of these books just from speaking. And it, it's, you know, it's not a bit of a thick book, but it's got some amazing strategies to get yourself on the news. And this was pre-podcast. This was, you know, 15 years ago, what, 17, you know. And, and I've used some of the ideas to get clients on the news when I was doing the advertising thing. And it really, really works. Well, paying for advertising is an expensive, but if you can get the news interested in you, then you get free publicity. And, you know, there are some very big name people in the world. We don't need to mention who they are, who are very, very skilled at creating situations where the news is going to plaster their name over everything. Yeah. yeah. For free. Of course, this is all positive to you, and supposedly. Exactly. Suppo exactly. Intentionally. Yeah, do it in a positive way, not in yeah. the, you know, we're going to yeah. turn the whole world upside down sort of way. Right, right. <laughs> right. 
So Jeff, thank you so much for that recommendation. And, you know, um, you know, as we kind of bring this to a close, uh, let everyone know uh, about Speakers Co-op and uh, where they can, where they can find you and connect with you. Sure. So speakercoop.com is the website. It is a online directory of speakers so meeting planners can find them. And we get several hundred meeting planners a month coming to the site to find speakers for their events. And those are both the old fashioned get paid to speak and the even older fashioned rotary lunch, chamber lunch, where they're never going to pay the speaker. But you have an opportunity to make a lot of money without getting paid up front. And to learn how to do it right, no better person to learn it from than you. So make sure you connect with Jeff, get yourself into that directory if you're looking to speak and make money from it. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for uh, everything that you've shared uh, with us. And we're going to make sure that we have all your links uh, down below this video and in the show notes and all of that. And um, so as we kind of bring this to a close, if you're going to leave our audience with just one final word of wisdom or tip or a piece of advice, what would you tell them? I got to just, I steal Nike's logo, Chuck, and just say, just do it. Quit waiting. Quit trying to perfect everything. Perfect is the enemy of great. Just go out there and do it. Exactly. Right. Just do it. And, uh, and like we shared earlier, you learn from each experience and each experience builds on the, on the rest. There's no practice. There's only you're on, right. You're live. So, right. So I think great takeaway for our audience today. So please go check out Jeff. Uh, if you're looking to get paid from your speaking, uh, then go ahead and connect with Jeff. We've got all the links there. And uh, make sure you tune in for our next episode. We'll have other amazing tips and tricks and guests for you, uh, all of that. And make sure you keep moving forward, keep being awesome in your pursuit of your dreams and your business and getting your message out there in a big, big way, making a positive impact in the world. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, our audience. We'll see you on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.